Notifications have become part of our daily life. We receive them almost every minute on our phones, tablets, computers. As software engineers, it is good to understand how notifications, how this system of notifications work under the hood and what different type of notifications there are, pros and cons of each, what architecture, how they are architecturally designed at the back end. And uh, this is what we will discuss in this video coming up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? This is Hussein Nasser from iGeometry, where we discuss software engineering by example. Today's topic is pull versus push notifications. So in this video, we will go through the differences between pull and push notifications, uh, how each work, and what is the pros and cons, advantages and disadvantage of both. So let's get started. So what is the pull notification? The pull notification is... Uh, and let's take an example here, uh, and a chatting application like WhatsApp or, or iMessage or, or any other chatting application. But we're going to use the poll approach to, to configure this uh, system. So it's a chat app. So we have clients uh, like a mobile phone or, or a web browser. And that browser or, or that application have this application uh, uh, that talks to the server and says... Uh, hey, I want to send a message to Bob or Alice. And then Alice receives the message somehow. So let's see how that works. Okay, so in this, in the poll approach, uh, Alice will send a message to Bob. We'll, say, we'll, we'll talk to the server and usually through an HTTPS or REST endpoint uh, that says, hey, server, this server could be behind a load balancer. We don't really care. Okay. And then it says, hey, you know what? I want to send a message to Bob. This is her, his address. And just go ahead and send this message to him. Okay. We're going to take care of encryption if possible, if, if there is any. And then you're going to send the message. So that message goes to the server. And then server stores that message. Okay. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it just remains there. Okay. And it's the responsibility of Bob or any other client really that has the application to check for his own messages like our email work right so it's just like you check oh check do i have a new message do i have a new message do you have a new message like like at a fresh button or something like think about it this way it could be user based like a user will refresh i click a button to refresh okay or could the app itself does a poll p-o-l-l right it's a different so so there's a poll says every, I don't know, one minute maybe. So every one minute, hey, do I have any messages? Bob will check. Do I have any messages? Do I have any message? Do I have a new message? Do I have a new message? That's that's what it does. It's like we, you will check your inbox every now and then. Okay. Alice does the same. And in fact, any other client here does the exact same 
thing. Okay, so it's very, very simple architecture, as you can see. So, okay, what's wrong with this? All right, so what is what is really wrong with this? So let's start with the, let's start with the good things there. Pros, okay, pros, if you read this, guys, uh, 20. Yes, pros, what is the advantages for this for, first? The advantages of this, the ser the client doesn't really need to keep knowledge of the server and the server doesn't need to keep knowledge of the client. So what does that mean really? So in other words, those two nodes are stateless. So a client is, says, can talk to a server, ask it for, for, to post a message and it stores in that server and uh, Bob can talk to the same server or another server if, if we have a, a because we're going to store it in a database, Pop can talk to the another server, right? And we'll check, we'll do a check and read the database and then pull the information. So we don't really need to call to talk to the same server over and over again. So this this is a stateless architecture. So that by design, it's it can be it optionally if you want it to be, it's a stateless. So you can connect to and, and I mean, guys, I, I, I'm going to put a link here to a video that I, I made. Uh, to do a very popular video that, to make a difference between what is the difference between stateless and stateful. I go there in detail between the two. But but this architecture could be stateless as is, I guess, uh, it's possible to design it in a stateless fashion. This way, like you put, can put it in as a load balancer and the server doesn't really need to know the, the client as you can see, right? It's just someone, uh, the client asks us a question and then the client gets an answer from the server. The server doesn't keep track. Hey, oh, you, you're Alice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you. Uh, yeah, you got a new message. Get there. Nah, it doesn't do that. It's not. It's, there's no awareness between the two. Okay, so that's stateless. All right. Uh, another thing here, if you notice, because I, it is it is possible to be stateless. We the server doesn't have to keep connections, a list of connections open for each single client, right? For each request that is made. The server can create a connection and just destroy it if it's not uh, if it's not uh, used, right? So, kinda uses less memory at the back end. So this is like I'm gonna put an asterisk on this. We'll we'll explain that more when we go to the push notification and see how how it goes. Cons, first thing, right? I receive all, uh, almost not real time, right? So I check my messages every, if I check my messages, I don't know if the application decided to check my message or to pull a message like Bob here every, I don't know, a minute, uh, we will receive, we could have like received the messages very too late. We, we won't read the message in real time. So the moment I send a message, I'll send a message, Bob takes some time to refresh, right? Unless he's constantly refreshing, right? So another bad thing about this is uh, bandwidth. So what does this kills bandwidth, right? Because imagine with with this flood of polls, especially in the check messages, right? So it's like every client, there are like hundred clients or mil, million clients even. Every client is always like, hey, do I have any message? Hey, do I have any message? Hey, do you have any message? Hey, do you have any message? Hey, you got that, you got that idea, right? <laughs> and with each poll, there is 
resources that are being consumed, right? You're opening a TCP connection, your HTTP connection, which is a TCP connection, and then uh, having memory and then doing the handshake and doing all that stuff, which obviously takes CPU cycles, both server and client. And then after that, you do that and send your stuff and then you get back server. Hey, by the way, you don't have any messages, right? <laughs> and then, then you do it again and the server say, hey, Still no messages, still no messages, still no messages. So that is like, you're almost like occupying the bandwidth for nothing, right? So that's a kind of, that's a kind of like in, in a nutshell, uh, pull notification. In general, I maintain a stateful connection between the client and the and server. And this way, not only the client can talk to the server, it's the other way around. A server can keep track of his client. Hey, hey, I know you, Alice. Yeah, you have a new message. Get, yep, get, just take it. Right. So let's go through what what happens here. So Bob, should I do it the other way? But yeah, Bob posts a message to the server to Alice. Let's say right. So Bob says, "Hey, I have a connection. It's open already." So he doesn't really need to open a connection. But, so that's that's a plus, right? And he says, "You know what, server? Hey, I want to send a message to Alice." And he posts the message. The server immediately just stores that server uh, i mean the connection i mean the message right also it decides it, it it doesn't really need to store it if you think about it it's like and that's what whatsapp claims kotenko claims that they don't store messages because they use this right because they take that message and immediately could be storing it could be encrypting we could be it could do a lot of things but in general take that message and say you know what oh you're going to alice hey alice is there that's the connection for alice Poof, take it right immediately it's like it's like acting like uh uh taking something from one place to another it's like a broker you know just like hey give me that message hey alice is there where is that channel for alice it's like it's bunch of pipes that are open it's just like the server delivers the message actually delivers actually pushes the message to the client's throat directly wow that was vivid yeah so server directly can push messages immediately to the client because it maintains a stateful full connection i don't know why i said full twice there but yeah, it's it's a it's a stateful connection. The server knows every single client, and it can talk to the client directly in a bi-directional way. That's why Bob sends a message. Alice immediately gets it, right? As long as she is online, right? So if Alice is not online, that means the connection is severed. So that that's the the meaning of if Alice is not online. Usually, what WhatsApp do here is like they don't allow you to sign in and sign in they you're always signed in and you they maintain this connection they make sure that your connection is always up and running right and they make sure that it's always going through this pipe this like huge pipe that is always uh known right so it's good let's start with pros and cons of this so what are the pros and cons of this pros what are the pros? Obviously, we have real-time stuff. And that's like the best thing ever, right? Uh, because I have real-time, I immediately get results, right? And uh, no bandwidth. So that's, again, there is like a... Uh, 
Like, let's say less bandwidth. Oh, that's just weird. Yeah. So less bandwidth because I don't have the pull messages anymore. The client doesn't pull. The, the network is only busy when there is really something important, right? There's no messages that are uh, almost unimportant, right? There's no messages that don't do anything like check messages, check messages, check me. Oh, pull. there's no polls, right? Whenever I there, if you see something in the network, it's a legit thing. It's something that is, needs to be delivered, essentially, right? So less bandwidth, right? Again, depends on you, <laughs> but less bandwidth compared to the poll method, right? And uh, yeah, I would say even. Uh, could be less CPU utilization because I don't need to open and close connections and just like the stateless approach because I, I have the connection open and the connection is always open and I don't need to spend time and resources spin acknowledging the connection authenticating and doing all that uh, 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 stuff right Cons, bad things about this. What is bad? What could be bad about this, right? The fact that it's a stateful, it's kind of problematic because the scaling becomes really hard now because Alice have to talk to this particular server, right? It has to talk to this server. If this server is down, that's it. Alice have to reestablish the connection herself to another server right it's it's it is responsible to make that connection again right unlike the pull method where hey i know the load balancer i'm gonna talk to this load balancer on this cluster and then i don't care if if that server goes down it will immediately refer me to another server it's just like so it will immediately do that load balancing for me right so that's uh that's a stateful approach can can be like it won't be easy not easy to scale horizontally right what else could be a problem memory on the server right because now a server let's say i have hundred uh let's say i have a thousand connections on the server or th a thousand clients connecting to the server so i have to maintain a thousand tcp connection opened on on port 777 right so i have to keep those open and, and make sure they are always running and if they die i have to reconnect them again so those consume memory versus the poll approach you only need to keep connections open when you are doing something right so you can actually because it's stateless Right. Plus, plus the the load is is distributed among multiple servers in the stateless approach. Again, watch that video, stateless versus stateful, to understand what I mean here. And I think uh, I think that's uh, that's it for today. Sorry for the long video, guys, but I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you're new to this channel, consider subscribing. We have a lot of other uh, software engineering. Uh, concepts and videos to teach you more about software engineering become a better software engineer uh, so you can get you can get a better better jobs and and become a better software engineer in general all right guys like like this this video if you like it comment uh, ask any questions and uh, i'm gonna ask you now since we question time what do you think what 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 method of notification 
as a software engineer, you would prefer to use push or pull, right? Nothing wrong with both. There are advantages, as you can see, and disadvantages. Maybe it's an overkill to use push. Push is always good with the real-time thing. This is a really big thing. But could be, can I switch to, to use the pull approach to maybe save in memory and do other things and do stateless architecture, right? So, guys, that's us for us today. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Bye-bye.